Good morning. Last day of March, Thursday, March 30th. Your boy is in New Jersey doing this on my, on my laptop. I apologize to everybody who hit um, join on the YouTube. Uh, I think it was seven or eight tries I had to try to get it live um, just because, I mean, I'm working on my laptop. So give your boy a break. Uh, I wanted to first off thank Thomas. Thomas wrote me the sweetest email last night um, about how he listens all the time. And I, I urge you guys, I mean, it, it makes me feel good when I know that people are listening uh, and they're learning things. Um, just when I don't think that anyone listens or anything, un anyone understands, Thomas wrote this nice email. He's getting fidelity. He's getting a trend spider, all of this stuff. I want to first off, thank him for his kind words. Second of all, encourage you guys. I mean, join the, the platforms. Uh, Facebook is down below YouTube. Please just subscribe to YouTube. Um, there are thousands of people who listen to the podcast. I don't have thousands of subscribers on YouTube. It would help if you just go over there. Um, yeah, getting you guys to go over. I, I completely understand, by the way. It's not like I'm asking you to do a ton, but I am asking you to do things that I don't do. I don't interact with the people that I listen to on podcasts either. So um, I completely understand, but I will keep reminding you about that. Second off, if you're paying more than 30 bucks a month for your phone bill, go down below. Uh, there's a link for Visible. Yesterday's travel from Atlanta to New Jersey, never lost uh, contact, never lost anything. I was able to uh, do ways completely live. Um, you know, no problem. And I'm paying 30 bucks a month. So if you're paying more than 30 bucks a month, remember, sign up for a visible service. It's unlimited 5G on my iPhone. Um, I bought the iPhone. You can get discounts on visible from time to time on iPhones. I don't think they have one going on right now, but over Christmas, you were getting 30, uh, $300 off a brand new iPhone, which was what, you know, a lot of the others were charging you. So $300 off a brand new iPhone. And boom, you get visible service for twenty. I think it's I, I think it's twenty five dollars a month. To be honest, it's usually thirty, but I think they're running a special promotion where you get five dollar welcome. Um, so let's start out with the cues. Um, uh, it was yesterday, and I posted this on a bunch of places. But yesterday, you can see from TrendSpider, QQQ has a cup and handle. So what does Investopedia? Um, describe a cup and handle as a technical indicator with a price movement of a security resembles a cup followed by a downward trend pa price pattern. This drop or handle is meant to signal a buying opportunity long ago. This is on the 65 minute chart. So let's head back to, uh, back to the chart over here and we can look at cues on our four hour algorithm. I don't have a cup and handle on the four hour algorithm. But on the four-hour algorithm, you can see right here, 294.71 was the buy. You're trading at 314 right now. Really good buy on a Qs. Well, what could you have done differently? Probably TQQQ. Um, we look at the four-hour algorithm. You're at 22.17. You're at 26 right now. 30% increase, 20% uh, increase, somewhere in that neighborhood. Great, great trade. Now, it is a bit extended. Um, but that cup and handle on the 65, that may mean that we got more to go in this one. The RSI right now is at 61 on this. Um, again, it, it, on TQQQ, it's got you in. If we look at the 65-minute algorithm, 
Sorry, dog begged to come in, had to do that. On the 65-minute algorithm, if we run this on TQQQ right now, um, you are in, and it looks like you're in at 2376, you're at 2678, so you're doing well. On this algorithm, just so you know, 65-minute algorithm, it makes you over eight months, this is uh, 1,000 candles, loses you 7.56 versus losing 20% if you just bought and held. We're in a bear market, so for eight months, we're we, you know we're definitely trending down on cues. So I, I wouldn't expect to make money, but just realize these aren't investments; these are trades. If you do want to invest, QQQ is a good investment. Um, it's done really, really well uh, over a five-year period. So, uh, but the cues are there. Uh, the spy closed over four thousand, so or four hundred S and P over four thousand. Um, it hasn't done that in a while. On the four hour, you bought in at 395. You're headed upward. It's still going. Um, I would be completely suspicious of this run because we have been range bound. And the earnings multiple on SPY on the S&P kind of puts you at about 4,100 at the top. Um, again, with rising interest rates, as we reduce interest rates, it doesn't always mean that you're going up because as we reduce interest rates from this point, it could signal some broken measure of the economy, like the banks, blah, blah, blah. You could have problems. So I would be a little bit scary of buying into this rally. I wouldn't say don't buy into the rally because obviously on the four hour period, the spy is in, the queues are in. Um, you've got all of those things. When you look at year to date on the averages, and I've got the, um, the uh, uh, I'm on Seeking Alpha, you look at uh, DIA, SPY, QQQ, and IWM. Those are the indices that you want to do. DIA is Dow Jones Industrial. Um, SPY is the S&P. QQQ is the NASDAQ. IWM is the Russell 1000. Um, so far, QQQ year to date is just killing it up 18%. SPY is up 5%. Your IWM is up 1% and your Dow Jones is down 1%. So if I were to buy one, maybe DIA. And you know what? Uh, UDAO is one that may be able to come back because this is an uh, ultra pro Dow 30. And we got a buy in here at $50.36. You're already at 53. So you're close to your 10%. You're still trading below your 200-day moving average. Your um, RSI is at 59, so you're a little bit overbought. Um, you know, again, if this is the underperformer and it's going to come up to meet the other ones, you Dow. It's a triple levered ETF just for the Dow. Uh, it's an interesting one, but again, I think we're range bound, so it could mean that we're this this rally of 10% on you Dow uh, from 50 to 55. You might want to look at maybe trading out of that one if you're in it. Um, but TrendSpider had an interesting one, and I tweeted this one out. Falling Wedge, um, and I'll get to it up here. They have a uh, the Falling Wedge breakout scan. So if you're in TrendSpider, and I tweeted it out, and you can subscribe to it if you're in TrendSpider, just click on this link. I think I posted it as well in um, in the Facebook group, but it's on Twitter right here. And you can just go to, uh, to TrendSpider. Once you subscribe, you go up here to your upper right and you choose list. And you can type in falling wedge breakout by TrendSpider. 
and it will do a scan automatically for you and look at these uh, these updated ones. And I've got PayX, CTSH, uh, EA, Starbucks, T, uh, TMUS, which is T-Mobile, WBA, which is Walgreens Boots, KHC, KHC, which is uh, Kraft Heinz, Lulu, which we talked about, which killed it on earnings, was up crazy, crazy amounts. Um, but you know, if you want to see the chart pattern, you can just basically go up into chart patterns and go wedge falling. And if you apply it, um, it should come up with it, but I guess it, oh, it, it's on the 65 minute. So we have to go to the 65 minute. That's typically what they're looking at is the 65 minute on that falling wedge. And it still doesn't show it up. But if you go over here and you just click on their link uh, of uh, interesting falling wedges, you can see here's the uh, WBA, which scans down and it broke out onto the top. Netflix broke out to the top. Starbucks broke out to the top and Kraft Heinz broke out to the top. So if we go back here and we look at Netflix, Netflix is one I've been pounding the table on. Um, and it is one that uh, I think is a great buy when it's under 300. You got under 300 back here on March 16th. Um, the algorithm performs, it loses you 25% versus buying and holding two years ago. You'd be down 40%. But this one, you're still in at 301. You're trading at 342. That's at over 10%. So it's a great, great buy. Do I think it's worth something at 342? I do. Uh, Netflix is expanding their gaming. They'll use your smartphone as a controller. Uh, so essentially, they're going to start gaming on uh, devices like Apple TV. So think about the ecosystem within Apple. And so you've got an Apple TV. Boom, you've got an iPhone. You've all of a sudden gotten a, uh, and you subscribe to Netflix. <clears throat> you've got a gaming PC on your hands. It's not going to be like super, super like high res gaming. It's going to be cloud gaming. So, but they're going to use the uh, Apple TV and it's probably going to be boxes with, with memory. Um, so it's not going to be something like a, a, a stick, but if they do it completely cloud, you could have stick. Um, and that would basically benefit uh, Android with Chromecast and an Android phone. That's good for Google. Um, but I brought up Apple because I think the ecosystem absolutely helps you on this one. So Netflix for the gaming subscription, Apple for the hardware. And you could even, uh, if you wanted to stretch this one and you had an Android phone and you didn't uh, you know, think that it was a good experience on the Chromecast, you could buy NVIDIA Shield. And if you don't know about NVIDIA Shield, it's kind of the Rolls Royce of streaming devices. It provides you a huge amount of memory, a huge amount of computing power in a little box. It's probably one of the best streaming experience, and yet it's made by NVIDIA. So it's got some really good uh, features and really, really impressive specs. So just on the fact that Netflix is looking at using your smartphone as a device to a controller, um, yeah, long Apple, long Netflix, long Google for the Chromecast and Android, and long NVIDIA. So I think they're all good. Um, Sam asked me on Facebook about XLK. This is the technology fund. And yes, I own a bunch of XLK. Um, he asked... If you own all of the other stocks, should you really own XLK as well? 
here's my thing. Um, if we go and, and let's see, uh, XLK um, stocks. So if we go and look at, we, if we look at XLK and we just do a Google search, accept and save cookies, what the hell? Um, and we go to index, yields, fund market price, uh, fund performance, top holdings. There we go. Top holdings. Microsoft is your absolute top. Apple is second. NVIDIA is third. And, and there is a huge, Apple is 22%. Microsoft is 23%. So you're over 45% just in the top two. Your, your third is NVIDIA. It's only 4%. So, um, you know, what do you want to, uh, to look at? You know, again, you're looking at these, I don't know, as of March 29, 23. I don't know, they're exact uh, copies. But yeah, do, should you hold XLK if you have Apple and Microsoft? XLK for me was an exposure. I do own both. I'm heavy in Microsoft and Apple. Apple obviously is a huge percentage of my portfolio. Um, so I do have a ton of it. And I was buying XLK for the, the um, exposure to other sets. And that's essentially what it was. I was just adding a little bit to XLK when I didn't want to buy Apple. I was just adding and I didn't want to buy Microsoft. I didn't want to buy Amazon. Um, I didn't want to buy NVIDIA outright because it was too volatile for me. Um, and it was extended. I just bought XLK. Now, I've been holding XLK. I've got a lot of XLK just because I have... I didn't necessarily sell it because it was performing well. XLK, it's got a, a buy-in at 138 here on March 15th, above the 200-day. If we go and look at the long uh, of XLK on a weekly, you can see back here in December and January, it was touching the 200-day. Even during COVID, it didn't touch the 200-day. I still think it's a fairly good buy. At your highs, you're at 169, 170. 176, it looks like January 3rd, 2022. So you, you, at, one, at 176, uh, you would have absolutely 100% said, ooh, you know what? I'd, I'd take that at 148. So is it too late to buy? Nah, this goes all the way back to Ju July 7, 2017. So it, it, it's, it's still in an upward trajectory. You broke that upward trajectory in January of 2022 by a large amount. Um, but I would still argue that that trajectory is still positive. So I do think that you can hold it. I don't necessarily look at uh, exposure to specific sectors um, in, my, in my portfolio. Yeah, I'm heavily weighted tech. I use a lot of tech. So, um, you know, if you use it, buy it. So, Sam, I, I think you still absolutely could buy it. Um, let's look at dividend stocks. Uh, week to date, there are some pretty impressive week to date dividend stocks. Dividend stocks. Um, there's there's two three of these that I own, but one that that th there was a um, analyst talking about it yesterday, and I really liked her analysis of it yesterday. First one is Citigroup, and if we look at Citigroup on the four hour, um, you are in at I want to say. Um, 43.84, probably maybe 44.82, but between 43 and 44, you're trading at 46. Are they in the banking crisis? Absolutely, 100% they are in the banking crisis. Citigroup pays a 4.44% dividend. Their PE is six. 
Uh, year to date, they're up 2.5%. Um, the average price target is 57 and you're trading at 46 right now. So you have some pretty good upside, um, pretty decent, not bad PE ratios, not horrible. Um, in the last year, just in February, it looks like there was a bunch of sales from the head of human resources at 50. So you're 46. I, I don't consider that a crazy sale at 50. Um, as far as the algorithm goes, you know, again, it's, it's, a, it's a banking stock. When we look at a banking stock that I do recommend, uh, Bank of America, their PE is nine, uh, forward PE of seven. So Citigroup, is, Citigroup has its own issues. Um, Bank of America, their target price is 39. I've said anything under 40, I think is a great price. Um, they're tr currently trading at 28. I think anything under 30 at this point is a great price. Uh, I also own Wells Fargo. Uh, their PE is 12. Their forward PE is seven. Um, you're looking at year to date down 7%. Their target price is 52. I buy around 40 at 38. I'm probably going to add a little bit to it. Um, but Citigroup, uh, for the week to date, they're up 8% week to date, just this week. Uh, another energy, uh, well, I should say another dividend stock, Devon. Devon has a 10.18% dividend yield right now. 10.18. That goes up as it goes down because obviously they pay a, a, a fixed dividend and that's what people are expecting, but it's at 10% right now. Week to date, Devon is up 8%. We talked about Devon. I think anything under uh, 50 is a buy on Devon. Where you're trading at 49.97. I've said the six, that 60 is the absolute pivot point on Devon. They do have some functional problems. Um, you can see the, the, on, on Finviz, the target price is 67. Um, you look at the, the most recent buy sales, February and March. Um, the president and CEO is buying a ton of it, a ton of it for him. I mean, you know, again, he's probably a fairly well-off person, but you see him, he's wearing a Ross clothing and he's got a, a desk that looks like it was put together in 1967, um, when he's on TV, as you should say, but yeah, he's buying somewhere near a million bucks worth. Uh, they're buying a bunch. So I think this one is absolutely a long-term buy. You're seeing it in a downward trend right now. That's just energy. Energy's in that downward trend, but I think it's going to start to turn around here. Another one that I've talked about recently, and I didn't necessarily recommend it. I recommended Netflix and, and uh, Warner Brothers, but Para, Paramount Global, P-A-R-A. -A, you can see the, the cross up here. This is your falling wedge that is broken out of, by the way. There's your falling wedge, and it's broken out. 1972 was the buy, not the year, but it was the buying price on March 20th in Paramount. You're trading at 21. You got your 10% your your right there. But when you look at Paramount's uh, dividend, Paramount's dividend is 4.48. Their PE is uh, 20. Their average target price is $20.98. They're paying at, they're at 21.69. If I think there was some uh, some takeover uh, discussion of this one, um, but yeah, there's a bunch of option exercises, no buys or sales. The last buy, buy was from a director. He bought uh, $20 million worth, uh, National Amuse Amusement, so it was their buy. But yeah, those are three dividend stocks. Paramount was up 7% uh, week to date. 
So you had City up 8% week to date, Devon up uh, 8% week to date, and Paramount up uh, 7% week to date. Uh, if you want a d- exposure to a dividend um, ETF, S-Dog, which is Alp Sector Dividend Dogs ETF, that got a cross up here on March 20th at uh, 49.71. You're trading at $50. This one trades out, and let's see what their dividend is. I think it's around 6% or something. Um, 5.05%. Uh, it's an exchange trade fund. You can read more about it. But the symbol is S Dog if you just want dividends. If you're one of those people, I posted a picture of, uh, I think it's uh, Steve Harvey coming out in a big pimp suit saying that he just got his $2.25 for owning one, uh, one, one share as dividend. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny meme. But it's up there. So if you want that, yeah. FRC. We talk about uh, FRC. I still think this is a great trade. FRC on a four-hour algorithm, $14.18. This was back on March uh, March 23rd. Uh, I suggest not trading it on the four-hour. I suggest trading it on the 65-minute. Uh, now, the 65-minute, uh, you're in at 13.21 and you're at 14.38. It's a great trade. Absolute great trade. I think it's putting in the floor here. I think 14 is your pivot point. Under 14, you buy it. Over 14, you sell it. FRC, I wouldn't hold it over the weekend. I probably would just sit there for it. Uh, DPST is a similar one. DPST, you've got this one. Uh, This one on the 65-minute algorithm, you are in at $8.37. You're trading at $8.16. And Schwab. Finally, Schwab is just one that I think under 60, I think you just get it. Uh, it's trading right now at 53.17, 53.15. It's down 3% today. If you can get this in the 40s, I think you're doing really well. But those are the three bank stocks that, that I say right now, good trade. Not a bad one. Um, I don't think for FRC or DPST, I would hold it over the weekend. I think Schwab is a good long-term strategy. Uh, ask your rich friends, and I'm talking, you know, seven figures. If you think somebody has seven figures, where do you keep your money? Just ask them. Where do you trade? Where's your brokerage? If they say Schwab, say, are you nervous about stuff? Have you talked to your Schwab rep? Just say that. Find out what they think. If they think again, that the the institution has been around for a while. I think J.P. Morgan or Goldman Sachs, if Schwab is actually in danger, which I don't think that they are. Those guys would gobble that up in a heartbeat and pay a premium price for it. If for some reason the government has to take it over, those guys are going to try and undercut them, but there ain't no way they're letting that one go. Uh, Willie had asked me about Intel uh, about a week ago at some time. I think it was last week. It's over 30, 31.99. Willie, great call on this one. Intel was trading around here. I think he asked me at 28. And he said, hey, I think it's going over 30. I said, I think you're right. It's at $32.04 right now. It's way up. Intel's just way up. I think 30 is your, your pivot point on Intel. INTC is the symbol. Uh, oil is over $70. I think energy is a good play. Just, I, I think it's hit its bottom. I think it's, you know, you can see this falling wedge. I'm looking at UCO on the four hour. You got a falling wedge and it's about to break out. You're at 2524. Uh, the the buy-in on the four-hour was at 23.46. UCO, I'd probably use the 65-minute to trade it. Uh, UCO, you just got out with a 6% gain. 
Got you in March 27th at 23.58. You just got out with a 6% gain. Uh, over 1,000 candles. Remember, this is a decaying asset. This is eight months of data. You lose 8% trading this. Uh, you, if you just bought and held UCL, you, you'd lose 30%. 30% just over eight months. So understand that you know th this is a trade when you see that the RSI is down like it was here. The MACD is well down. It's got to get up near that oscillator. So you can buy it and wait until it goes up. Again, you, you just had a 6% gain. Your average win on this is 3% on the 65-minute. I just think that oil has been beaten up. If we go to the front page of Finviz and we look at oil, um, right now you can just scroll down to the bottom. Crude oil trading at 73. It's up 0.7% just today. Um, the heat map, by the way, is looking good. The market is looking really good. Uh, boil, if we talk about energy, we have to talk about natural gas. Uh, boil on the 65-minute, it's in a downward trend. You've got this, this um, falling wedge that it's on the bottom of, just got you out with a loss. I don't know that I'd necessarily look to boil to get into. I probably would trade UCO and uh, SCO instead of boil and KOLD. Remember, those are trading tools. They're not investments. These are trading tools. So if you want to do them, buy them. Uh, if you don't have TrendSpider, use your charting software. Understand that I use a uh, nine-day EMA to actually look for confirmation when it's trading above that. Uh, you can see here this green line right here. That's the nine day on a 65 minute. It's below that. I wouldn't necessarily buy um, buy uh, blue by the uh, boil. So um, let's look at Oxy because Oxy uh, there's an 821 uh, EMA that TrendSpider believes in, and I tweeted about this one. If you scroll down here. Um, you can see Occidental Petroleum saw its first bullish 821 EMA cross since January today. This strategy has been quite effective on the stock over the last four years, returning 134% versus buy and hold loses you 7.38%. Now you can look, there's a uh, RU risk ro uh, ratio, and that's 3.65 here. So it, it seems to be a very bullish signal on this one. Oxy, if we look at Oxy on the 65-minute uh, algorithm, which is basically just buy over the eight-day EMA, sell when it's under, um, you have this buy-in here at about 58 bucks. You're trading at 62. My buy and sell is 60. So if you want to make some money, buy when it's under 60, sell when it's over 60. The insiders, uh, Warren Buffett on Oxy, if you just go to Finviz, and since not everybody has TrendSpider, I'll show you this in Finviz, just scroll down. Scroll down to the bottom. Go to Finviz.com. Type in Oxy. Scroll down to the bottom. Look at how much Oxy Warren Buffett has bought. And you tell me, is this a company that, that he thinks is going to make you money over a short period or a long period? The guy just buys and holds. The reason he sold Taiwan Semi, it earned a bunch of money. He got out of it for some reason. He hasn't exactly told us why, but he bought in at a price, made a bunch of money, and then got out. But this strategy for Oxy is absolutely a good one. Uh, 60 is what I believe. If you want to do short-term, if you want to be Warren Buffett, their average purchase price, you can see down here. Um, look at the cost price. 59, 60, 56, 70. I mean, they're buying in the high 50s. 
So if you buy in the high 50s and you want to hold it, go ahead and hold it. It's a dividend is only 1.16. It's not putting out a ton of dividend, um, but they may. Buffett may say, hey, we want to pay a bunch of dividend. And you know what? He'll benefit in that. He owns 23% of the company right now. Uh, one that I posted on uh, about that crossed up is Mara. M-A-R-A. You can see all of these little buys. Um, I'm going to actually delete. Uh, I guess I can't delete it. You know what? Uh, I don't. Ugh, I don't know how to do it. But all of those, it's trading over the eight day. You had this entry at seven dollars and fifty seven cents. You're at seven eighty seven right now. It's not a crazy, crazy thing. You only need seventy cents for ten ten percent. So you're up uh, what thirty cents? You're about halfway there. Thirty five cents. You're about halfway there right now. Uh, it's a point eight. Uh, crypto is a bit of a risk, but I, I, Mara, I think you know. Again, these are Bitcoin miners, Mara and Riot. They typically trade one in the same. Um, oh, I don't want RTH. Let's look at uh, Riot. There we go. Uh, Riot on the uh, the sixty five minute algo. You bought in at eight fifty four. You're at nine twenty. You only need eighty cents. You've got sixty cents, seventy cents, somewhere in that sense. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a good one. Both of those are great on the 65-minute algorithm. By the way, 65-minute algorithm with Riot over an eight-month period, you had 95 positions. You made 72% versus if you bought Riot, um, you know, eight months ago and just held it, you would have made 26%. You'd be doing backflips on 26%. But you get three times that just using this algorithm, 96. And if you want to use, uh, you can launch it as a trading bot. Uh, use signal stack from, uh, and use the link below for signal stack uh, through TrendSpider. And you'll get, I think it gives you 50 free trades. So it's great. You know, again, over eight months, you use 95 positions here. Uh, so I'm going to, down below, there is my personal watch list um, with all the cross-ups. I'm not going to go over those. Uh, that is a, a bit riskier. Um, ones that I don't believe b belong in the core portfolio in TrendSpider, they're a bit riskier, uh, but I do watch them. Things like um, Marriott, M-A-R, Massey, uh, S-E, Lowe's, L-O-W, H-D, Upstart, Tilray, Enphase, Hilton, Chewy, Jumia, uh, Best Buy, and ARKK. They're a little bit riskier, but we can talk about some of the cross-ups. Um, and some of the cross-ups that I do recommend that you take a look at. First one, XLK. XLK just crossed up. Um, the cross-up, 145.96, and we're going to go over to the four-hour algorithm. Um, 145 was the cross-up. This is a secondary cross-up on XLK. You had your original March 15th, but like we talked about, this could be going for another run. Uh, it absolutely could be going for another run. We crossed 4,000 on the SPY. Um, I say be a little bit suspicious of it, but XLK crossed up. PayPal uh, crossed up. Um, this was one, you've got this falling wedge. Again, I have that falling wedge on, uh, on um, TrendSpider. PayPal is one that crossed up on the four hour at 76, uh, 76.49. I'm sorry, 74.49. And you're at 76.62. You got this uh, falling wedge. It's broken out. You've got a gap above it at 83. Maybe you're going for that gap because you've already filled this gap down here at 71. So 74, PayPal, I think it's a good one. We talk about Square a lot. Uh, Square had a cross up earlier in the week. 
Um, and I'm sorry, it hasn't had a cross up since it's, since it's a beat down from Hindenburg research where it traded down to 60, but you're at 68. I said, Hey, at 60, absolutely buy. I own a bunch of it. Did, did I buy it? Nah, I just said, buy it. Shopify, April of last year, Shopify was 100%, uh, with its eight years in April, it's 86% that it's going to go up. You've got a gap up here to 52. You're at 46. This one after earnings got beaten down to 40. I don't think it ever got below 40. It got to about 40. I did 39.02 on March 2nd. I didn't buy more. I own a bunch of this at a significant loss. It's at a, over a 40% loss, I think. I've been adding to it. I didn't add to it this time. I didn't believe it. At this point, I believe it. I think you're, you know, in April, I think it's got the, uh, the, the positive momentum, uh, I think you're going to 40 uh, to 54. Um, it's at 46 right now. That would be a 20% gain. Uh, I think I might do it. Not in big marks. I'll probably dollar cost at my average mine. But uh, shop is one that I like. T-A-R-K. This is the two times innovation fund uh, for A-R-K-K. 58.99 it crossed up. 58.99, you're at 59.87. If you think we've still got stuff in the tank here and you think the NASDAQ had, you know, had that second crossing, boom, it's a good one. Uh, some of our uh, Vanguard VUG, this is Vanguard growth. It's a secondary cross up, uh, but it's still got some momentum. If you think we're in that one, I, that's a long-term play. I probably would have bought it at 231. You're at 244 right now. Uh, it's well over. It's 200 day. You can think about getting out that one. I don't know if I'd necessarily trade this one, but if you want to, you know, get into a cycle of, hey, I'm going to buy one, uh, one share every time I want to. And then two years from now in your long term, you just kind of shedding it. If you're looking at shedding it because it's, it's a little bit extended and you want to just reduce your stuff, you can go, you can do all that. But VUG is one XLG, which is the uh, Invesco top 50. You know, you guys have seen Amazon, you have seen Google, you have seen Apple just completely kill it. This was one that was uh, March 15, 290. You got another cross up. It's at 305 right now. It's not a bad, you know, uh, again, it's an ETF XLG, ARKK. We just had a cross up. <clears throat> ARKK, I say buy when it's under 40, um, sell when it's uh, over 40. Um, Sorry about that. My computer hicked up and I was live. Um, but yeah, so ARKK crossed up and you can see the falling wedge. It's broken out of it. 38.59 is the, uh, the, the price. It's at about that price. 38.73 live in the market right now. ARKK cross up. Another one, uh, the podcast is sponsored in Mexico by Melly. And Melly has this ascending triangle, not a falling wedge, but an ascending triangle. And it broke out to the top side of that at $1,214. $1,214 is trading at $1,246. Right now, it's up 1.77%. Melly talked about in my own personal watch list. I don't have this in the core portfolio, but Home Depot. Uh, it's also got a falling wedge on the four hour. It's broken out above that, 283 For this one, I think anything under 300, I think you're doing well. Uh, I think anything over 300, I think you're, you're getting a little bit, little bit stretched in that one. Um, uh, MAR, Marriott International, I do have this in my own personal portfolio, went over it, 162.20. 
if you're traveling and you like staying at Marriott's, boom, yeah, uh, it. This one's a good one. One sixty two twenty. You're trading at one sixty three. It's just using that 200-day as a support level. You can see it broke down into the 150s here on March 24th. It's kind of moving its way back up. The earnings are coming out May 2nd. Eh, MAR, good one. ASML. This one is uh, uh, ASML Holdings. AAMSL? ASML. This one is a, uh, I don't even know, New York Registry share. Doesn't look like a cross up. Eh, ignore that one. Um, I th I thought that was a. I probably wrote that one down wrong. Tmus T M U S T Mobile. We had a cross up here at one forty three fifty seven. Uh, it's trading at one forty four, one forty three. I think this one's extended. In my mind, if you're going to invest in a phone company, I think Verizon's the one you want to do it. And I've said this one when this one crossed up at thirty six. I say it's a $40 stock. You're at $38.56. You're about to cross the 200-day. Your ex-dividend date is coming up on April 6th. Your dividend on Verizon, by the way, uh, the numbers are pretty impressive. Your PE is only seven. They're just spending a ton of money. Your dividend is, uh, sorry, I had to scroll. 6.76. I thought I said 8.76. I was going to be like, whoa. Um, your average target price on this is 44. You're trading at 38. Uh, 36 would have been better to get in, but 38 ain't bad, especially since your ex-dividend date is coming up and 6%. So you divide that for, by four because it's a quarterly dividend. That's what you get paid. So that's why I went into PXD um, on the energy side because it's a 10, 11% dividend. 193.53 was the buy-in here, March 21st. Um, this is just PXD. I just decided to look at it. But uh, TMUS had that cross up. So that's why we got into Verizon. Uh, TXN, Texas Instruments, TXN. Uh, this one had a cross up here. It's a secondary cross up. Your initial buy was 174. It's kind of boring tech, but it's solid tech. Your chips have just been completely just flying, flying. TXN, uh, N phase. This one is just beaten down, but you have this descending wedge uh, where it's broken out. 201.63 was the buy-in. 201.63, you're trading at 207. I think anything below 200, I think you absolutely buy this one. I think anything above 200, I think you can sell it. The 200-day is at 251. If we go back and we look at a weekly on this one, you can see how strong it's been. It's just been a crazy, crazy stock. Um, this is solar energy. You have to use Enphase uh, converters for solar energy. So they, they completely tied to renewable energy. I think it was yesterday or the day before um, that announced that 2022 was the first time that renewable energy beat coal as an energy producer in this country. So it's absolutely 100% on the rise. This is a, a, an industry that I think you could absolutely invest in. And you can see since 2019, when you were trading at $4.79 for this, again, that's 2019. Four years ago, trading at, say, $5 conservatively. You were at $5. You're at $200 right now. At your highs, you were close to $350. So at $5, um, let's see. What's 300 divided by 5? It's 60. 60 times your money. 
in what, four years? Enphase technology, it is that good. Um, does it have more to go? Eh, it's a little bit expensive. That's what you have to realize. We need the growth to continue to go. Uh, I'm not even going to. Altria Group, we had a cross up, 4452. That's vaping. I am not a fan, even though I tell Mike all the time, hey, take your shirt off and vape, show the guns. I do not believe in this. MO. Uh, we talked about Home Depot. Lowe's kind of trades on the same thing. We talked about the descending wedge um, on this four hour. You can see it, it's broken out above it. Pretty, pretty, pretty bullish. AMT American Tower. This one crossed up at 198.55. American Tower is a great, um, you know, you, you want to use a cell phone service? American Tower. They basically erect towers and then just charge um, all of the, uh, Anybody that wants to put up a dish or a receiver, you know, Verizon and stuff, it's a great, it's basically a REIT. When you think of REITs, that's essentially what, what most of these folks invest in. And, and again, it's a, a descending triangle that it's broken out above. Look at this, a weekly of this. Look at how great it was doing. And then it just got beaten down here in 2022 because REITs weren't, weren't considered anything. Uh, but AMT, uh, they give off a great dividend at 3.14. Um, the PE, it, again, it's expensive. 51 for a REIT. I mean, for a REIT, um, its average target price is 244. You're trading at 200. So it had this cross up here on the four hour um, at 198. You're trading above 200. I haven't looked at this one much, but my assumption is anything under 200, you're probably doing fine. It's under the 200 day. Breaking out of an ascending, a descending wedge. Your uh, ex-dividend date is April 13th. Your earnings are coming up April 25th. So that's it. I'll work out some of the problems uh, that I had technically this morning, hopefully. But I'll be back tomorrow with the summary. Uh, the summary of the week. So uh, trade well. Again, I think you know Oxy is a great one. Um, Intel, I would, if you want to buy puts on Intel, I absolutely would. I just don't think that that company is worth $30, even trading as it is today. Cup and handle on QQQ. We talked about TQQ being the one. Um, the falling wedge scans in uh, TrendSpider, uh, KHC, Netflix, Starbucks, Walgreens Boots. Um, we talked about Netflix and Apple. Talked about some of the dividend stocks. So you've got a ton from today. Uh, FRC and DPST, uh, absolutely. Mara on the 65, um, you know, again, sponsors. Uh, Trendspider, if you want to like the charts that I have, if you want access to my, um, uh, to my uh, algorithm, I'll give it to you. Just sign up for Trendspider, code DSP25 is 25% off. It's a great service. I don't trade without it. Um, I will say, Thomas had asked me about it, and one of the guides that I give people is, if you don't have a significant amount in your portfolio, say you only have $1,000 to trade with, do not get TrendSpider. Don't spend a few hundred bucks on TrendSpider. It won't turn you into a phenomenal trader. TrendSpider is just a tool. You can get a lot of these tools um, on uh, through you know free. Use Finviz. Use Thinkorswim. Use uh, Fidelity Active Trader Pro. Uh, so if you got a small account, don't think that TrendSpider is going to turn you into a great trader. It won't. It gives you, it basically provides you information. 
Um, it will try and keep you out of bad trades, put you into good trades. But at, at the basics, you need to understand things. It's not a plug and play thing. So if you want to get it, absolutely, I recommend it. Just make sure that your trading size and your trading um, portfolio is large enough to justify it. Uh, IDshop.com. This isn't getting any traction, but I'd love for you guys to get to your HR department for any of the security stuff and have them call uh, you know, ID shop, just go online on idshop.com. They'll give you the best prices and I guarantee best service by far. I mean, these guys are awesome. Just, I work for them. I love it. You know, can't, can't speak enough about them. And like I talked about at the beginning, visible, if you're paying anything more than 30 bucks a month for unlimited service, get over to visible, use the link down below. You get 20 bucks off your first month. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. I see Boltron city on uh, YouTube. Why, uh, was listen, a listener to the podcast who just joined the YouTube live. Kudos. Welcome. I'm stopping the podcast now. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. And I'm sorry if the, uh, I think it's over modulated, but you just get me loud. That's all you do. Take care.